due to the fact that I too would be annoyed if I were Dylan Brooks, I am beginning a petition to begin right right now, as soon as possible, um, to get Dylan Brooks his cheesesteak. He deserves it more than anybody, so if you would like to join this noble cause, let me know. Hope you guys are having a fantastic time while you're listening to this podcast, and hopefully I can entertain you guys for the next 10 to 15 minutes, or recently it's been 20 minutes, while it is happening. My name is Seth Weston, and this is the unofficial Memphis Grizzlies podcast. So, without further ado, let's get into it. The Memphis Grizzlies were able to pull up an upset out of their hat of wonderfulness against the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes, hat of wonderfulness is going to be my new thing. No, it is not. 116 to 110. The Memphis Grizzlies improved to 24 and 23 above 500. And the Philadelphia 76ers falls to 34 and 16. Now, this is a significant win. I say that because um, they were without Philadelphia 76ers best player, um, Joel Embiid. And so this was still a really, really good win um, because of the fact that they played an excellent, excellent game. Um, now we they were they were shorthanded, uh, but they got that help from help from off the bench and of course Tobias Harris. So we took advantage of them being short a guy, but it was still a good it was still a fantastic win for us. We outscored them in the first, second, and third quarter, but they were able to outscore us in the fourth quarter by ten. But it was really the third quarter we put up forty five points to their twenty nine, and so that was really the point we were starting to pull away. Let's get into into some stats. Um, for the Grizzlies. Kyle Anderson, 20 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 3 for 9 shooting, 1 for 3 from 3. Everything I could ask for for, uh, for Kyle Anderson got her done. Rebounding, and even got some points up on the board. And, yeah, excellent job for him. Dylan Brooks with 17 points. He was the game uh, highest scorer for the Memphis Grizzlies, um, and the second highest in the game. Uh, he had 17 points, three sorry, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 for 2 from 3, and Six for nine from the field goal percentage of all things. Um, and he also shot three for four from the free throw line. So Dylan Brooks, excellent job um, for him. Jonas Valanciunas with 16 points, eight for 11, shooting the ball. Missed his only three-point shot, but put up, I mean, he scored 16 points. So what more can you ask for him? On top of that, putting up 12 rebounds. Um, that's like that's pretty much average for uh for him this this season, and so we're not going to complain about that. With his one assist, really, really dominant performance for Jonas Valanciunas being a plus 27 on the court. John Morant with just 8 points tonight, but got 5 rebounds and 10 assists. A steal for him as well, just 2 turnovers. 3 for 8 shooting, making his 1-3, which is a fantastic 3-point shot. Uh, one of those acrobatic ones that he just throws up randomly sometimes and makes it in. So he wanted a foul. He didn't get it, but he got a highlight out of it. So I I would be upset with John Morant um, if he, since he only scored eight points, but he was a plus 29 he's on the court. Yeah, you heard me correctly. 29. Um, and John Morant, I mean, he's he doesn't put up that. Like, he puts up great stats, but that's not really the player John Morant is. If he doesn't put up stats, that doesn't mean he's not a fantastic 
player because he feeds like he feeds the Grizzlies with positive energy and positive reinforcement on the team. He's a plus twenty nine for gosh sake. And so and so um John Morant like is a fantastic player. Will not get always done from statistic wise, but yeah, I mean he didn't do so tonight, but plus twenty nine, can't argue with those facts. Grayson Allen with fifteen points, five for fourteen from the field. Um, and making four of 13 three-point shots. He shot 13 three-point shots. This man's a madman. He's crazy. And he made four of them. And so, like, I'm not going to really complain. He normally shoots a much higher percentage. Um, that is just under uh, four, eight. That's just, that's just under a third of his shots made um, on average there. And so, he made, he made a free throw as well, getting five rebounds, two assists, two steals, and two turnovers. Two. Whoa. <laughs> I just saw this. So, he had two assists, two steals, two blocks, Two turnovers and two fouls. That's crazy. Uh, so that's really cool, actually. Um, so Grayson Allen, it was a good game. It was a good game for him. Uh, and I love how he is so aggressive shooting the three-point shot. Brandon Clark with 15 points off of the bench. Um, he was the high scorer for the bench. Two assists, zero turnovers. Um, but a steal and a block for him. Three for three from the free throw line and six for ten from the field. So he attempted ten shots, and so. That's, I mean, that's really good for Brandon Clark. Jonte Porter and Killian Tilly both put up one minute and no stats whatsoever. Just wanted to go ahead and say that. Killian Tilly did put up a foul, um, but they were both a minus one when I was on the court, so I'm just going to combine those two together. Xavier Tillman with two points, three rebounds, one assist, one for three shooting. Not a fantastic night for him, but, I mean, the other foul and shooting has played 26 minutes, so... What can you? What else you can ask for? Tyus Jones with five points, two for six from the field, making one of his three-point shots, five assists in his 18 minutes, and two rebounds. So, he, taking advantage of his time, uh, being the backup point guard of John Moran, and so definitely a good night for him. John Conchar with one with five minutes of action, getting zero points, um, and one turnover for him. Sean McDermott with also playing one minute. I didn't see him. They didn't group him together for some reason. Uh, but zero points, zero stats for everything. Didn't take a shot. Whatever. Um, Desmond Bain with 14 points off the bench. Five for 11 from the field. Six rebounds for him. He's really been rebounding a lot recently, and I love it. Um, getting one assist. He shot 50% from the field. Um, sorry, from three. And so, yeah, Desmond Bain. was great to see you play tonight, brother. And then finally, Anthony Melton with 14 points off the bench as well, um, with four for six for three and five for eight from shooting overall, getting three rebounds, three assists, one block, one turnover, and two fouls overall. So great night for those two, uh, for those two D boys. Uh, so yeah, great, uh, great, great job. Anthony Melton only played 15 minutes as well, so it was definitely took advantage of his time um, on the courts. Uh, the stats for the Memphis Grizzlies um, looking like this. Just under 50% from the field, 49% um, in total, 42% from three. Now, I think this is a really big deal, and I don't think the percentage is a big deal, but I think it's a big deal that we shot 38 shots. Memphis Grizzlies are not a team that shoots that many threes, and I think Taylor Jenkins gets a lot of credit in this game, uh, and he in this in, in this game we just played, and I think he should because he is make, he's wanting the Grizzlies to shoot more threes. Um, and make, and, and if you make them, that's great. We've made 16 to 38 tonight. Um, but we've recently, we've struggled with teams because we, we're just getting outscored from three. There's the other team shooting a whole lot more threes and we're shooting like 20 a game. And so I think 38's a little bit much, but maybe not. I mean, I could be wrong and we, and we made 16 of them. 
Um, so that's just uh, it's a little bit under 50%. So Taylor Jenkins gets a lot of credit um, convincing his team to shoot open threes and shoot just shoot threes because they'll fall sometimes. And so definitely, definitely good for him. Finally, the, finally for percentages, uh, we shot 2 for 15 from the free throw line, 80%. That's much better. Uh, we didn't shoot that many, but we shot efficiently when we got there. And so the only people missing free throws, sorry, I'm going to call you out for it, is Dylan Brooks and Kyle Anderson and John Morant. So, uh, wait, yeah, and John Morant. So that's fine. I mean, I mean good, good job, guys. I mean, you, I'm, really, I'm not going to complain about that because it's a lot more efficient, um, and you guys normally do a good job anyway. Our rebounds are going to look um, like this. 49 rebounds is one short of 50 rebounds um, of the, for the game, so that's pretty good. And then assists, we're up to 30. That's, that's, higher, than our, that's higher than our average, and that's definitely something that, uh, that, uh, that we did fantastic uh, tonight. Tyus Jones with 5 assists and Ja with 10 with those uh, leaders in that. Sorry for the consistent ums. And then for steals, 6 steals, 10 blocks for us, 12 turnovers, and 23 fouls overall, and 116 points. So really, really dominant on the boards, and really, really dominant um, assisting. So that's you're, you're going to win basketball games if you can win those. Now looking at the 76ers, just looking at it, they had a decent game, but they they could if they wanted to win this game, they wanted they needed more help from Danny Green and Ben Simmons. Now Tobias Harris did a great job with 21 points. Um, eight rebounds, three assists, eight for 14 from the field. He missed all three of his three-point attempts, um, which is rare for him, but hit five of six from a free-throw line. Um, Scott with just nine points um, tonight with three rebounds in total, one assist, one steal, 70% from the field, um, and three for seven for three. Danny Green with just six points in the starting lineup, three rebounds, one assist. That's really it. His only two shots made were three-pointers, and he went two for six from beyond the arc. Ben Simmons, who is not uh, who is not normally a player who scores a whole lot of points, scored seven points in the first quarter, um, and he was playing absolutely dominantly in the first. And I was really worried um, that like, okay, Ben Simmons is going to go off, and we're going to end up losing this game even without Joel Embiid. But those were the only field goals he made the entire game in the first quarter. He missed all of his other ones, being four, uh, so he shot two for six from the field. Missed all four of his other uh, attempts. Um, but he got he got to the free throw line three for six. But we just did a great job locking Ben Simmons down, and he he did put up seven rebounds and four assists, one steal, one block. But I mean, we we stopped him from scoring, and inevitably that'll that'll win you basketball games. Obviously, scoring the basketball, and so it was a great job for Memphis Grizzlies locking him down. Um, and maybe just Ben Simmons was off tonight. So Seth Curry finishing off the starting lineup with just three points. His only shot made was a three pointer. He missed four other ones from that perimeter. And so, yeah, I mean, you can just tell from the starting lineup, it's not great for the 76ers, and it's not really get, didn't get better from the bench. The bench, the high score was Reed with 10 points, six uh, rebounds. Dwight Howard with just nine points is another high, but 12 rebounds, three assists. And then um, Shake Milton, who I love this guy, love, I love his play style, um, had 14 points, 5 for 11 from the field, 0 for 2 from 3, and 4 for 4 from the free throw line. And so, other and again, nobody else really showed up. The highest score besides um, besides Shake Milton, who was the highest off the bench, was 6 and 9 and 10 and stuff like that. And so I'm not really going to go into those. And so, yeah, I think, this, I think this was a great win for us. And just because the Sixers just seem to be off on their home court. And so... 
The team overall shot, shot 41% from the field, 23% from three. They're not normally a three-point shooting team. Uh, they shot 34 tonight, and they only made eight of them. And so definitely, definitely helped us there. And that's normally what the Memphis Grizzlies do. 64% from three, missing 10 of their uh, sorry, free throw shots. And then 50 rebounds, outscoring us by one, 23 rebound, sorry, 23 assists. We uh, out-rebound, out-assisted them. I don't know why I keep seeing, saying rebounds. They only did four steals. Um, we did six. They blocked the ball six times. We did it 10 times. And they turned the ball over 10 times. We did it 12. They fouled uh, our guys 19 times, and they only put up 100 points overall. And so this was an excellent, excellent win. I'll keep saying it. This was a fantastic win. I was not expecting this. Um, now I kind of expected um, Joel Embiid not to play, uh, just playing, just playing on playing second night on a back to back. And yeah, they just he just seemed he was he was injured. He came back in that last game, and they had to fly. Uh, they had to fight a they. Uh, what, did, what did they did they play last time? Either way, it was a back to back, and so. Yeah, I think I didn't really expect him to play, but I definitely didn't think that it was going. We were going to win this game, and we did. And so this was a huge momentum booster for us. And the interesting thing about this is we beat the 76ers twice this season, and are both times playing them, we outscored them um, by we outscored them by two in the first game, and then 16 in the second game. And so that's for the team that's the, the the best team in the Eastern Conference. Like that's not bad. And so, and that gives that shows the league that like, hmm, maybe we can, maybe we can make a playoff spot. Maybe we can win a play-in game, and maybe we do deserve it. Like maybe it's not just oh our schedule is easier or whatever. Maybe we actually do deserve it. And so, all I'm saying about this win is that it shows that we have heart and we want to win, and we physically can beat these good teams. And so, overall, final thoughts. Uh, we did a great job shooting the three-point shot. We did a great job defending um, the Philadelphia 76ers. And we did a good job uh, just taking advantage of them, um, being shorthanded. Um, and so assisting numbers haven't been this high in a while. 30 assists is really good. Almost 50 rebounds. That's really good for the Memphis Grizzlies. And so the uh, let's keep going. I'll, I'll keep going. Bench depth uh, with Desmond Van, D'Anthony Melton, Brandon Clark, those young guys coming off the bench. Like, we love, I love guys that can come off the bench, and I think we have one of the best benches in the entire league. Now, statistically wise, that's not 100% true. We're not the best, but we're up there. Like, we have one of the best benches in the league, and I think it shows in these, um, in these games that we need to win, in these quasi-close games. Like, in the first and second quarter, it was pretty close. Um, now, we, we were winning most of the time, but Philadelphia was starting to make their runs in the first and second, even the fourth quarter. And so, overall, fantastic win for us. Um, and, yeah, I, I, don't have any, I don't have any other complaints um, other than that. Big development now. Now I was super excited to see this um, last night after watching the game. But the Memphis Grizzlies have moved into the eight spots in the Western Conference. We are technically tied with the San Antonio Spurs, both teams at 24 and 23. However, we have beat them, and we win the tiebreaker. And so we are the eighth seed. This feels great. I mean, we used to be the four or five seed um, earlier this season, but we fell all the way down to 13, like, I think it was 13 or maybe even 12. So it's been great to get the CS getting back up here in this spot. So the Spurs, as I'm recording this podcast, just lost their game to Cleveland as well. So they will fall as well and so that gives us a little bit of extra cushion so the golden state warriors go on their losing streak and they are three 
Oh, let's see. Uh, two. Let's go one, two and a half. So two and a half. Sorry, my brain, my brain is slow. Two and a half games behind us in the San Antonio Spurs. Technically, actually, now are thirteen games behind the one seed, half a game behind us, and so we have a half a game cushion over San Antonio Spurs, and we have a two and a half game cushion over the Golden State Warriors. Now, this is a great position, and it's a position that we want to be in because. The Warriors are half a game above New Orleans, who are half a game above San, who are half a game above Sacramento. So it's still a really close race at the moment. But for us, like it's looking more and more like we'll at least get in the play-in game. And I think that we can control the play-in game, like maybe even a seven or a six or a, sorry, a seven or an eight seed. We are three games behind the Dallas Mavericks. Um, who are looking like they're going to win their game tonight against the Utah Jazz, which is a kind of a big deal, who they did win their game against the Utah Jazz. And so, yeah, will we be able to catch Dallas? I don't know their schedule. I don't really know their schedule that much, and uh, so I'm not really going to say anything about that um, at this time. And so hopefully, um, hopefully we can continue climbing that ladder and maybe even get into a seven seed. But if, it, if, the, se- if the season ended right now, we would play against the Golden State Warriors in a play-in game. So hopefully, I would love to be in control of our de- our own destiny and sitting at the eight seed only win one game, but only time will tell. Just a quick, uh, I just wanted to say this. If you listen to my podcast about the the uh, Los Angeles Lakers losing LeBron James, uh, I talked about how they might fall. Right now, they're at the five seed. They are, they're falling. I just want to let you know they are half a game um, above the Portland Trailblazers in the sixth seed, and that was right around where I said they would fall. So, so. Just, just saying. The Memphis Grizzlies looking to ride that wonderful momentum against the Houston Rock, not the Houston Rockets, Miami Heat, um, on Tuesday night. And so we are going to be at Miami, and so it'll be a little bit of a challenge for us. We have a 68% chance to lose, 31.2% chance to win this game. Um, and the bad news is, I, I do, we do have bad news. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies are going to be. Um, in a little bit more of a um, injury. Now, D'Anthony Melton are not going to be able to is not going to be able to play, um, and Justice Winslow is not going to be able to play. Jaron Jackson Jr. is still out, and then Brandon Clark is questionable, and so that's that's a little bit scary. I don't love that, and so we're going to be without a bunch of those bench guys that we need, and that we we've, we've shown that we have needed in the past, and so hopefully we will be able to get this win. The Miami Heat are gonna be mad after we beat them last time on the on our home court, and so yeah, Miami Heat aren't really without anybody. They're without Acapella, Casey Acapella, due to COVID protocols, but and they are in. Uh, Gabe Vincent is questionable for you Miami Heat fans who are may or may not be listening, and so hopefully we can be able to get to be able to get this win. Uh, we need to keep Jimmy buckets um, intact tonight. And so we we average more points per game than they do, but they are a really good defensive team, and they are rolling at the moment. Um, they are on a four-game winning streak, and so we'll invite Precious Achua back into the building once again. And so hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, we can keep this going. But that is going to do it for me today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys absolutely did enjoy it. If you want to hear more fantastic music like the music you hear at the beginning and end of each and every one of my podcasts, Go check out Harley Genius on YouTube. He puts out some great music, so you should stop by and give it a try if you have not already. Tomorrow, I have a podcast talking about um, just some... Uh, let's see. Tomorrow... I don't I don't know if I'm going to put out a podcast tomorrow. Let's see. It is a... 
Maybe I'll talk about, I don't know, we'll, we'll see. Tomorrow's a school, school day, so we'll just have it. Uh, we'll just have it there. So you can maybe look forward to that um, tomorrow. Finally, I hope your team is absolutely fantastic in the rest of the NBA season, unless they're playing the Memphis Grizzlies. Until next time, my name is Seth Weston, and this is the unofficial Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Later.